Hello everyone, welcome back to Film Vice. For our third episode, Javier and I do a quick recap on some of the errors that were made on the second episode. We also give credit to Walter Goggins and exchange some opinions on Topher Grace. We also discuss Louis C.K.'s new stand-up special, Sincerely Louis C.K. And we close out the episode with talking about a Disney Plus show called Bluey. Remember to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. You can find us at the Film Vice, no spaces or underscores. Before the podcast starts, though, we would like to throw a big thank you to Beep Bop Boop Ben. That's Beep Bop Boop Ben, spelled exactly how it sounds, for creating our intro music and closing music. Be sure to give them a follow on Instagram at Beep Bop Boop Ben, all one word. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you all enjoy your day. You know, I when I listened to the podcast last time, I I was horrified by how much we shit on the um, Oscar from the Oscars. <laughs> it was good stuff. It was good stuff. I mean, I gave him some respect. He is a professional. You know, he got paid to do what he did or what he's still doing. He's just not going to be able to ever hold down a movie. That's that's it. Yeah, but just I I, I wish I would have came at it a little a little differently because God forbid I, I ever get him to listen to this and have a chance of like a nice meeting or something. Cause that's, it's, the, it's the first episode. Yeah, no one's going to listen to this. <laughs> I, I beg to differ. We got a couple listeners. <laughs> yeah, at least two. Yeah, <laughs> that's Shout that's good to enough to have thing one and thing two. <laughs> good enough to have Oscar in for a guest episode. That's popular enough for him, right? <laughs> well, how much do con prices? How much are they gonna pay you at con? <laughs> yeah, like, well, if we find on some sort of insider website or insider secrets how much somebody gets paid for something like that we can just raise that up and then have him for an hour podcast and i'm sure he'd like that more than just constantly signing autographs for drones of office fans it's true we just won't tell him that we don't have very many listeners (laughs) he'll think he's reaching out to people We'll lie to him. Let's just lie. We'll, lie we'll shit him. on him and we'll lie to him. That's, that's yeah. how our process works. I think it's possible, though. <laughs> I think if we actually make an offer, we'll, we'll hear back. Because all, all the actors and stuff, most of them at least, uh, at least the ones that have a Twitter, have a link on there like for, for jobs, contact. 
or for professional inquiries. Do they really? I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I don't use Twitter a lot, so I, I, I'm, I have no familiarity with Twitter Twitter's at a all. Must. Twitter's <laughs> a must. Uh, quick clarification. I wanted to correct myself from the previous podcast where, where I said that there should be another collaboration between Danny McBride and Jody Hill. And there is one, and it's the Righteous Gemstones. And I'm a fucking on idiot. HBO. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it happens. I mean, I don't know how many times we mispronounced Tiger King, King Tiger. I Here's never did get any voicemails. That, <laughs> Go Here's for it. Here's my argument with that: King Tiger sounds better. Yeah. He's and like look, king yeah, he could the be tigers. the yeah, he could be the the Tiger King, right? But mm. he's also the King Tiger. Get it? Yeah. Get it? Yeah. I, if we, I if think we that's what it, it just wrong, sounded it's so only natural. Because if we got it wrong, it's only because we're more creative than they are. It's not <laughs> our fault. It just came so naturally to us to fix their title that we didn't even realize we fixed it so subtly that we didn't even catch it. It's a grade A fix. Right <laughs> and I'm not cocky at all. <laughs> <laughs> we have a reason why we changed it. It sounds better. It's 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 it, it got more popularity than Tiger King. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Because <laughs> that show, let's be honest, was not doing well. <laughs> it's doing <laughs> horrible. It didn't even make the top ten on Netflix. It's <laughs> it's a shame. <laughs> You know that one was actually created by Danny McBride this time around. The gemstones. Yeah. Oh wow! And it was created by him, and I guess he figured he'd cut out the middleman this time. He's like, I'll just make the show and do my own thing. He has enough money now with all his mm-hmm. Eastbound and Down reruns that go on and stuff. Yeah, and what we're talking about, if you don't know, is Danny McBride working with Jody Hill. He's a director, and they've worked on The Foot Fist Way, Eastbound and Down, Vice Principals, and now The Righteous Gemstones. And the last three series in that ladder were all on HBO. And that show's on now, or I think the the series already or the season already ended. Um, mm-hmm. You can catch it on HBO now. Yeah, I recommend now. it if you like Danny McBride. Yeah, and his accent in that show is just crazy. Like it's crazy, bad and good at the same time. Like, yeah, I don't think by the <laughs> by the end of like the third episode, I was saying "Daddy," you know, like just <laughs> they refer to John Goodman's character for an authentic accent <laughs> by any means. Oh, but it's great. It's fun to hear. You know, Walton Goggins. Do you, do you know Walton Goggins? Jogins, Walton Jogins. Uh, the name doesn't sound familiar. Well, it wouldn't to anyone. I mean, even if you knew him, you, it was what? Walton oh Goggins. yeah, I do know him. <laughs> yeah, he's on Vice Principals and uh, is that that Justice show? Yeah, Justified. Yeah, the Justified. There it is. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I just wanted to put a spotlight on him because. I'm glad that he's still getting work. Jesus Christ. I mean, I think the, the last movie that I saw him in at the theater was uh, Predators with Adrian Brody and Jennifer yeah. Grace. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. 
By the way, Topher right. Grace, what the fuck are you doing in my Predators movie? How the fuck <laughs> did you get a call for that movie, Topher Grace? <laughs> How did he get a call in any movie since Venom? Yeah, like, after come on. <laughs> Spider-Man 3, you should have stayed in... What was, what was the town in that 70s show? Uh, uh, Wisconsin know. or yeah, yeah Aurora. Wisconsin. I... Whatever. You get out of my movies, Topher Grace. I haven't forgiven you yet. I need more time, Topher Grace. Yeah, I don't he's, know why he's just like a southern farmhand just to diss on Topher Grace, but that's what he does to oh, me. An old man that's been doing chew too much. You got that little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You give me your cowboy, yeah. Yeah, you're killing me, Topher. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, oh no, what, what's? Up? I mean, for Topher Grace, I mean, I was just—he's uh, just stuck on that, uh, you know, Foreman. He's just ever, forever gonna be known as Foreman, and I'm sorry, but he's never gonna get out of it. We're just yeah. no one's ever gonna see him as anything else. I bet he, he didn't can... have to play. Uh, like that big of a of a stretch of who he is personally for that role. I mean, it seemed like it fits so naturally, and I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not an expert on that '70s show at all, but it seemed very natural that that role is just for him. That's who we see him as because that's who he is. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. That, that's us nailing it on the head right there. <laughs> <laughs> And if you see him in other movies, like, let's say Take Me Home Tonight, right? Mm -hmm. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's pretty much just like Foreman right there. That's that's... Yeah, that's what it's it's the same character. Yeah, which is probably why I like that movie so much with him in it. (laughs) Hey, okay, so again, Take Me Home Tonight was like an 80s nostalgia-filled romantic comedy. Starring Topher Grace and Discount Kristen Stewart. Because <laughs> uh, that's not her, right? No, but she, yeah, I know exactly she looks what just you mean. Like her, right? yeah. <laughs> it's just okay, like the so Walmart brand. If you brand. don't want to pay for Kristen Stewart, this you call this actress. What was her name? <laughs> God damn it. I have no idea, but. <laughs> That makes me laugh so much because see, like I don't even want to call her a Walmart generic. She's more like an HEB generic. Like she's better than Walmart, but she's you know still a generic. Ouch, Paul! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Did you just call her Hill Country Fair? <laughs> oh yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, but her her name is Teresa Palmer. Okay, Teresa Palmer. Yeah. But uh, just let's talk about Take Me Home Tonight real quick. I had I really did not know at all that we were going to talk about Take Me Home Tonight. But yeah, that's how, could how the that conversation flowed. Well, how could that movie that was about 80s nostalgia and 80s music not play Take Me Home Tonight by Eddie Money? I thought I was the only one that noticed. No, are you kidding me? <laughs> We all noticed, man. I mean, how could you not? You're waiting for it. I I went to see this movie because of that song. I didn't see this trailer and was like, oh, man, I love romantic 80s. I wasn't born in the 80s. I mean, I guess Topher Grace, but I like that song. And I may be exaggerating. I mean, who goes to see a movie for one song? But I just couldn't believe it. I thought maybe at like the climax, 
or some sort of montage. I don't care, but nothing, man. It was amazing. Not even yeah. in the credits. And I stayed, <laughs> Paul, I stayed. Cause even in the theater, cause for some reason I went and saw this at the theater, but even in there, I, I was waiting for it and it never came. I was, I was truly shocked. The cleanup crew's like, you know, this isn't a Marvel movie, right? <laughs> well, it should be. At this point, just whatever. You mean this wasn't Spider-Man? <laughs> hey, if Topher Grace were to be given a new shot, right? A new opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know how hard it is to not say to seize everything you've ever wanted? <laughs> I mean, I just I every time I say something like that because I say, I say, you know, sees fucking those those goddamn lyrics have ruined every sort of like build up to anything I've ever, I ever want to say now. You'd be surprised you, how often you say if you had one shot and you immediately start going off on this eight mile thing. But if you were to give Topher Grace one shot one opportunity <laughs> to be in a Marvel movie or maybe like a DC movie. What do you, what do you think? What do you think you'd give him the chance to play? The nice answer or the, the honest answer? Well, let's just do them both. The nice answer would be probably, you know, some kind of villain that's not too important. So whether it's a Marvel movie or a DC movie, just it would definitely be like one of those uh, villains that gets killed off right away, kind of like on um, on Captain America: Civil War, and it had uh, Crossbones. He got killed off like right away, <laughs> like within the first what 10, 15 minutes of the movie. So the you're mean saying answer. Be, you're saying so the first part of your answer, it would be like a cameo boost? Pretty much, yeah, but nothing like maybe not even any lines besides ah or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the mean answer. The mean and honest answer would be just like a side person that doesn't say anything at all. Like and I'm talking like cop one or cop two. <laughs> That's horrible, man. That's horrible. You know, I think one movie like that with the credit actually notating Cop 1, Topher Grace, and he's cool with it, I'll forgive him. I mean, he's still getting paid, right? (laughs) I don't like even Topher Grace shit. I mean, it's it's just a role that he played. It's a job, but he could have said no. Yeah. He couldn't. I mean, can you imagine just? Long. Can you imagine him just sitting there reading that script, like, "Oh, this is badass," you know, and it just <laughs> goes to shit. This is really gonna boost my career, and, and his you know, it's just voice too. Oh, Venom! Yeah, yeah. yeah, Venom, yeah. <laughs> if I could do an impression of him, I would have. But <laughs> I just, <laughs> the I think same I guy just that cast him as Venom would cast him as like Nathan Drake in an Uncharted movie. <laughs> he looks just like him. Oh yeah, Topher Grace. Fuck, you can get him out of the building. <laughs> I like that other guy he's... in that movie, Dan Fogler. Yeah, he's hilarious. Oh man, he's really funny. Yeah, I I I I don't see him in anything anymore. 
besides uh, what like Fantastic Beasts. Uh, that's yeah. about it. Well, that that is pretty recent, and he's at least going to be in the sequels. So, yeah. other than that, I mean, I, I remember him in Fanboys. Yeah, <laughs> talking about Fanboys. I love Fanboys. <laughs> I, I I would need a, a a recap on it. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. I just remember that they're going to get like the uh, episode one screening or film copy of it or of Star Wars before but it releases. I, yeah, because yeah. one of their friends has cancer and he loves the franchise and he's not going to live to see the release. So they want to go and steal it and show it to him before he kicks the bucket. Yada yada yada. We have a movie. Yeah. Okay. I don't it's remember good. the cancer part. It holds up. <laughs> it holds up. I actually bought it on Amazon and uh still watch it to this day whenever I'm nice. feeling whimsical. <laughs> Is that one of your uh, guilty pleasure movies? Oh no, it's just a pleasure movie. I have no problem <laughs> saying that Fanboys is I love Fanboys. I'm not gonna outgrow Fanboys. The day I outgrow Fanboys, <laughs> okay, is the day I stop being fun. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Louis? Louis? Okay, a huge thing I want to talk about, man. God, I'll let you go. I know you got. Yep. You heard about? This? Uh, I have. I didn't. I didn't know about it until I think like midday. I had heard little things from uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, where you know, I get, Joe Rogan is friends with Louis C.K. Um, and you know, he said that he's been doing shows, and you know, um. Uh, he was working on on uh, on a special, but it was going to drop on his website. That's pretty much all I knew. And then all of a sudden, I get this notification. It's like Louis C.K. drops his special, surprisingly or whatever, on his website for what seven ninety nine. And I was like, oh snap! Like you know, it was a very shock. I didn't, I wasn't expecting it the day that it came out. And it's great that it came out when it did because even people who don't want to watch it probably feel forced to watch it because there's nothing else to watch. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's I mean, the... we're home. We're, we're done pretending we like our kids. And now it's time for some Louis C.K. Yep. The only problem is, is that do people have seven ninety nine right now? <laughs> do people have seven? Yeah. Out of this crisis, man. Just, it seems like everyone that I know is, is going through some sort of financial issue. So who knows? And that's like, Maybe that's a surprisingly a low. For real, I mean, I would have, of course, I would have saw it anyway if it wasn't free or if it was higher. But still, mm-hmm. like, I feel like seven ninety nine is surprisingly low for a, a comedy special. It is, yeah, and who knows? I mean, maybe he knows that his market's a little shaky right now. I mean, not a lot mm-hmm. of people are running around saying, "Hey, I love Louis C.K." Yeah. And uh, but most of the backlash that ever happens on social media is from a very isolated group of people. Like whenever you see something trending on Twitter that has like forty thousand people saying, "Oh fuck Louis C.K.," that's forty thousand people. You know what I mean? Out of like three hundred million in just America, I mean, fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> still get your feelings hurt a little bit though. <laughs> yeah, and Louis C.K. is just such an unfortunate casualty of of all this uh, of all this that has happened because I'm not one to run around saying, "Hey, I love people who uh, just c- conduct sexual misconduct or whatever." 
uh, but they were allegations, you know what I mean? And, uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm just not here to judge in that way. I do like that he's entertaining and he keeps me entertained with any sort of product that he produces from TV shows to movies, even when he's directing. I mean, you remember Pootie Tang? Yes. <laughs> Paul, did you know Louis C. fucking K directed Pootie Tang? I did not know he directed it. Yeah, wow. man, huge fun fact. Okay, one one of the one of the biggest movies in black culture. Okay, people watch Pootie Tang. Okay, and <laughs> it's like a cult film, and it's directed by the pastiest, whitest, fluorescent motherfucker ever. <laughs> Spanish speaking. <laughs> <laughs> he has some great jokes everyone if you haven't watched this special uh definitely give it a shot i mean regardless of where you stand on the spectrum of whether or not you think what louis ck did was right wrong or you're indifferent it's a funny special and it's right Mm -hmm. along the line of what you would call great jokes coming from dave chappelle so Louis C.K. definitely is on that same scale of a professional comedian. He is hilarious. He has great material. It's all new. And it's definitely worth the price of a Whataburger meal. So if you're going to stay home, you're not going to eat out or you're not going to grab takeout, obviously, uh, just give it a shot. It's on his website. He sends you the, the most lovely of emails saying, thank you for buying what you bought. I'm serious. That's the actual thing. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but it, give it a shot. It's it's really great. I don't think you'll regret it. And again, if you like Dave Chappelle and you're not easily offended, give it a shot. And he hits all the marks. I mean, he he talks about terrorism, religion, God. Uh, I mean, dead babies, the disabled. <laughs> yep. It's like he didn't miss a beat at all from when yeah. from the time he's been gone to now. So I mean, he's it's his special is just like any other special that he's made. But I feel like the stuff that he talks about now is is uh, you know what society kind of needs to hear a little bit, you know. And it's it's like it's good to have this this person come back in that sense to kind of get us level headed back into like oh well we do think these kind of things sometimes and you know stuff nobody's perfect you know yeah and i do appreciate a little bit of a pushback onto onto the sort of thing that happened to him because you got to remember that the these were uh, i mean I, I don't i don't know how to put it in a way that doesn't make me sound like a fucking asshole but yeah. i'm just saying uh uh, let's let's just say, ladies, if if there was any women listening to this, that you were on a phone call with somebody performing uh, things acts that made you feel uncomfortable. I'll say it like that. Uh, hang up the call, right? I mean, hang mm-hmm. up the call. Um, and even Sarah Silverman came out in defense against Louis, saying that that he always asks to do that sort of thing, you know. Um, yeah. So there, there's just reasonable doubt in my mind that Louis C.K., knowing who he is in, in the status that he had and how successful he is, uh, wouldn't at least ask like he does with Sarah fucking Silverman if, if he could do what he did. You know what I mean? So there's, there's always yeah. that little uh, – but again, you sound like an asshole saying that, oh, well, somebody might be lying. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, 
Who knows? And it's, it's, I mean, maybe it's he hard. did it. Maybe he did it. He still look, look, even if he did it, right? Even if he did it, mm-hmm. it's a fucking phone call, man. Like how emotional scarring could you really have over a fucking phone call? Like you, you know how many times one of my family members have jerked off over the phone while on the phone call with me. It's crazy. Okay. It happens all the time. I'm, I'm not surprised you know that. <laughs> Did they tell you? Well, we Skype. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's a video call. So you know. <laughs> so you see the computer shaking. <laughs> the, the angles were were goddamn amazing. <laughs> Great cinematography. I was, just, I was, I thought you were gonna go. If you know how many times I talked to someone, I was taking a shit or something. But you just, you <laughs> took it to that next level. <laughs> well, I just saw his special, so fucking, nothing's held back, obviously. And if you were to listen to it, it's, it's pretty shocking in the best ways. And I'll say this again. I, I've said it before. I don't think Dave Chappelle should be the only comedian that gets a pass saying these kinds of things because comedians going as far as they do it's it's rare and rare to see people are toning back their acts across the board unless you're somebody like joe rogan who has built a career out of people who just don't care uh like bill burr you know what i mean uh doug stanhope Mm -hmm. they'll always have people that are in that sort of a market right in the millions that want that content and Louis CK should be in there over these allegations. It's, it's amazing. He lost his shows, his career, everything, upcoming movies. I mean, it's, it's, it was horrible, man. Yep. We'll never know what I love you. Daddy was going to be like, <laughs> no, but Dave Chappelle, <laughs> just to, to touch on that one more time. Uh, a lot of the things that he said on his special were, kind of not even worse or less they were kind of like right on par with the kind of vibe that louis ck is putting out there right now mm-hmm. and it's consistent with what everything that louis done before i mean he's still heavy on religion like he's always been he's never backed off of that yeah and uh, i think i think there shouldn't be as as big of a backlash of this as there is because already online they're taking quotes of of things that he said in his special and and just putting it out there like if it wasn't meant to entertain a, a, a large crowd. Yeah. Like if he's actually yeah. running around saying, oh, pedophilia, I get it. Like, no, man. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just a fucking joke. Yep. Like a whole crowd of fucked up people didn't go and see him and give him a standing ovation as well when he came out. You they know? did. They did. Mm-hmm. Which was great to see, man. I mean, seriously. He's been out of the spotlight for so long, and to hear him touch on it immediately, how was your last two years? That was, that was yeah. great. I mean, it's just so <laughs> – he's he's definitely aware, uh, and it's I get a feeling that he just doesn't care, or at least he's done caring. So I'm ready for some yeah. more Louis C.K. jokes. Yeah, I'm ready too. I would, I would seriously love to buy another special if he has it come out. If he had it, Anytime yeah. soon. It yeah, was hilarious cause... when he said, uh, I was in Poland, and then he said, because I had to do a fucking show in Poland. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, you know, go in the, I can't, I can't do it here. <laughs> that was just, yeah, that was, that was great, man. The jokes that he made about himself were, were pretty funny, you know, and like, you could tell, like, he, he... Uh, kind of, you know, felt bad for it a little bit as not to himself, but like, 
you know, like he was just kind of trying to make everyone else kind of, you know, feeding off the energy of the room Mm -hmm. pretty much. I loved how he kind of trapped the audience into realizing their, their own hypocrisy. Yes. With the, the Boston marathon joke. Yeah. So the Boston marathon, I doubt people don't know about that, but it was a terrorist attack during a race in Boston and the the setup was that uh, pretty much window shopping for a wheelchair, that if you're going down a row of stores, is that, uh, what do they call that? Is that like a spur of the moment purchase? Yeah. You see a wheelchair and you're like, hey, that could help with my paralysis. And then he, he imitates someone who's disabled dragging himself through I'm not going to sit here and butcher Louis CK but he <laughs> imitates a man dragging himself through the street with no wheelchair looking at a window saying hey I need a wheelchair um, and the room is cracking up <laughs> yeah the, the 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 joke killed the room is laughing and laughing and laughing and then he said he mentions that the guy was involved in the Boston marathon and immediately the crowd stops laughing and they all go ooh which Louis points out saying do you see how do you see how y'all are a minute ago everyone in this room was laughing at this guy who has no legs crawling through the street but as soon as i mentioned that he was one of those disabled people no those are different can't no can't make fun of those legs make fun of the other guy's legs yep and that to me that was just the cherry on top right there it's just like of a class like a 100 percent great joke not just for you know for the tv audience but for everybody because it's just you you get the other you you get everyone to think about this joke like oh yeah that's true and then you kind of feel shitty about yourself as well (laughs) (laughs) well he's he's right he's 100 percent correct we we immediately shift our care and our humor for people with the same disabilities but just being involved in different things like you don't know that the guy that he was joking of crawling through the floor wasn't a war vet or something, but you just immediately mm-hmm. assume that we can't make fun of, you know, people that were involved in the Boston Marathon. While it was a tragic event, it it does serve a big point that this happens all the time. Immediately we shift opinions so quickly that we forget that we were just laughing at a guy dragging himself through the streets because he has no legs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it. I'm gonna watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I definitely am too, because it was hilarious, and uh, it, it's. I've missed Louis C.K. Can I say that I've yeah. missed Louis C.K. I wanna, I wanna watch it. That's what I wanna yeah. do. Yep. And what's cool about it is that when you buy this special, it goes. I bought it from my phone, so it, it, when I click download it, like downloaded directly onto my phone and into my gallery. So I can pretty much watch this thing whenever I want, which is great because I'm like, you know, that's that's amazing. I don't have to open like some special app to watch it or anything. It's like it's like I filmed it myself is what it makes me feel like. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, you didn't, Paul. So I know, but you know that ego trip. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on my resume. Uh, yeah, I filmed the Louis C.K. <laughs> special. It's right here on my phone. <laughs> They'll kick you out. You what? You help that animal? You know he's a rapist. <laughs> Actually, no. It was a phone call. It was it was allegations. Get out of my office. <laughs> All right, bye. Fuck you. All right, Just fuck kidding. You. <laughs>
Um, I don't want to work for your company anyway. What is this? Boeing? Fuck you. <laughs> this is straight face ink. We're only straight faces here. <laughs> I liked I liked that no no punches were held back at all. Even even his dislike for states like Florida and New York. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're just uh I mean I've I've been all over, you know, and uh yeah, he definitely does not like New York and Florida for <laughs> some reason. Let's uh, let's just say that. <laughs> Uh, it was uh, for for him to just not care about because you know most comedians are kind of like, oh, I, I'm not gonna tell you the places I don't like or something, and he's just yeah, straight no, up. I fucking fuck hate him. that state. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the people in there, I fucking hate them. <laughs> I was like, I can't imagine him doing shows there. I wonder. <laughs> uh, I like the balls on him to to make a joke about him doing blackface thousands of times a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're, and I'm and again, I'm not going to butcher Louis C.K. here, but this special has it all. I'm telling you, uh, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It doesn't matter if you're a dead baby or disabled. Watch it. <laughs> what have you seen lately? Now that everyone's locked down and there's not really a lot to see, have you? What have you been getting into? So lately, I've I've kind of been watching um, this show called Bluey on um on disney plus it's uh because i've been uh, obviously you know everyone's on lockdown and you know they're trying to stay home as much as you can and stuff so my kids are both here and you know they're six one is six the other one's two and you know trying to keep them entertained we'll put on disney plus every now and then and they've discovered this show well they didn't really discover it. My my sister in law and brother in law uh, got them onto it, but so they they let me discover it through them. But basically, it's about the this family of dogs. I think they're uh, blue healers, and it's a, it's a BB, BBC based show, and uh, it's basically they're just a family. They do their little adventures and you know things like that. But what really got me on this show is that the dad in the show is real like down to earth classic dad jokes plays with these kids all the time seems like he's always home i don't know if he's got like a night job or just unemployed or he's just he a stay at home dad <laughs> i he hope so i don't know that mom <laughs> <laughs> that that good dog stuff yeah <laughs> he wants to keep getting that bone <laughs> um but so like they even show like the mom going to work a couple times excuse me and um he he's just he's always taking care of these these two little girls at that they're like two puppy dogs and they're girls and just the the humor that he has and the way he plays with them is seriously 100% dad jokes dad goals you know like nice. you want it's the way that you wish you could play with your kids when you don't really want to play with your kids. I mean, that's, that's cause I mean, you know, they're your kids, you, you know, everyone's, you know, you're going to get tired of playing with them or you're just tired in general from work or, you know, things like that. And, you know, this, the way that this dog dad plays with his kids is just amazing to me. It's always entertaining. And uh, just to see a show with like a dad that takes the, 
the the reins of taking care of the kids, much less it be a show that's on Disney, is uh, is nice to see. Because you know, I haven't really seen a show like that since like Full House. But even to that, you know, he, uh, Danny Tanner had help. <laughs> so uh, it's just it's nice to see him. Yeah, and he definitely. It's had a nice job. to see. Yeah, a good job at that. But no white you know. moon. Huh. Yeah, that's true. Very you can have one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have both huh. in a sitcom. <laughs> How does this bluey guy do it? <laughs> He's just a dad of all trades, I guess. But if you get a chance, or if anyone else gets a chance, I recommend y'all check it out because it's uh, it's even the intro music like got me hooked from the beginning. And there's there's lessons in there that I feel kids need and should know these days that probably don't get passed on as much. Um, so cool. it's just, it's, it's nice to see. And it, it, it really tugs on my heartstrings. Especially <laughs> now when you need stuff to watch with your kids, because obviously we're all stuck together. And I don't want to say stuck, like if it's some sort of negative term, but we are all together in close contact negative. at home. <laughs> so if we're watching stuff together, watch Bluey because Paul Rio recommends it. Hell yeah, yeah. Any notable like voice it. actors in that? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I don't. I I've looked it up. I didn't see anybody. But then again, it is a BBC based show, so I don't know which actors are, uh, you know, uh, super big in England as far as voiceover work goes. Do they say mum? Yeah, they say it's even like in the beginning when they say they do like a little dance and then they say mum, and then that character goes to the side. It's even spelled M U M. And I was like, oh, that's gonna <laughs> that might be a problem for American kids later when the <laughs> their their teachers like, how do you spell mum? You're like, oh, I know how to spell mum. That's the <laughs> how do you spell fail? And then boom, <laughs> stamp an F on their forehead. <laughs> that's okay. They'll they'll be in cursive. They can't read it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do do they say? Uh, do they have you had a chance to see? them eat cookies on that show do they call them biscuits uh i think oh my god i i know i saw them eating something and oh there's uh there is an episode where one of the girls is trying to um turn on a water faucet and she's too small to do it on her own so she's like pushing the water faucet to turn on and then she's trying to climb it so she can you know drink water but every time she gets up to the top it turns off so what she ends up doing is she holds the 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 turn on button and she lets the water overflow to the ground and then she she stops and then she starts drinking it from the floor and i'm like okay that's what a dog would do right like that's she is a dog but then it shows like because the dad and her other sister are watching her and they see her drinking it from the floor and they're like oh that's disgusting and blah 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 so it it made me laugh because it's like you know two dogs are you know (laughs) just it's uh it was it was really funny. I, it's but there's more in that episode. But just to have a dog doing something normal and then two other dogs being like, "That's gross," you know, <laughs> just <laughs> it made me laugh. I, I will check it out because I I mean I I need stuff to watch that's not Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yeah. Oh man, it can only take I've so much of that. Yeah, I've had <laughs> yeah. it. I've had it. When you start when you start singing. Sorry about that. That was my phone. When you start singing uh, the M I C K song, 
just out of nowhere, like when you're doing dishes or I know something man. is when you've had like, I was <laughs> I was committing a murder, right? And while I was doing it, I was like, Am I C K E one? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> that person was like, That's me. <laughs> <laughs> he finishes it before he passes out from blood loss. <laughs> <laughs> I know the password to get in. Mishka, Mushka, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> should have had a bigger set of Mouska tools than I had. Dead. He forgot to use the mystery one. <laughs> the pistol. <laughs> real real mm-hmm. quick for the listeners, um, we do have a Twitter at the Film Vice on Twitter. That's at the Film Vice. No spaces or underscores. And you can also find us on Facebook. And we'll try to put one of these out weekly. So if you enjoy the content, just let us know. Uh, reach out to us. Give us a follow. Start a Twitter just to give us a follow and never open that Twitter again. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it for our plug. Yep. I hope you guys enjoyed everything. And uh, keep enjoying. Like we said, we'll, we'll try and have uh, new episodes out every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Or late or Thursday. Tuesday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>